from somewhere in the living room, this is the Cool Click Podcast. We're just a bunch of friends in the East Coast having a real conversation about the current topics in the community. I'm your host, Ethan, and I have here my friends Brian, Karen, Chris, Sharon, and Cassie. So sit back and join the conversation. So let me ask uh, the group, uh, let's start with you, Sharon. Um, would Have you ever witnessed someone being treated unfairly unfairly because of their race? Or specifically, I guess, relating to the topic of uh, right now, the, the Black Lives Matter movement. Absolutely, I have. Um, I have personally heard it from my coworker who is black and he was profiled um, by a, a manager at an apartment building that we work in. Our, I work in an office building that is a, in a apartment complex and you have to go through the lobby. Um, if you don't have a, a, a key fob to access to other parts of the entrance, you have to go through a lobby um, to enter to the elevator. And the elevator, you take it up to the suite of the office that we are in. My coworker, who is a wonderful assistant of mine, um, he came after lunch, um, just went out to lunch, came back through the lobby. He was stopped by the manager and the manager asked, who are you? He said, uh, or actually she said, um, do you like, where are you going? And he said, I'm going to work. I'm going back to my office. And she said, well, where do you work? And he was like, I work at blah, 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 dental care. Um, and she basically was questioning him for, I don't see any other reason other than because he was black, which is ironic because in that apartment complex is a lot of black residents. So for her to profile him based on the color and asking him questions of that nature, obviously for me, it's inciting racism, right? So he tells me this. He comes back and he tells me this and I'm infuriated. Um, and, he, and I asked, so what did you do? And he was like, I didn't do anything. I just kept walking. Uh, I, I came back and I came back here. I was like, okay. My, the receptionist at our office gets a phone call from the exact manager. Um, and she questions if he works with us. So after questioning the receptionist, hey, do you have a guy who is a tall black uh, uh, gentleman um, who works there? And our receptionist obviously said yes. <laughs> she said his name, but she said yes, he works here. And my boss got really upset and I think he said something to the manager or, or sent a letter or email or whatever it is after that. But I have the wit like 
the frustration that he told me about how he's being profiled about that. And that wasn't the that wasn't the only experience in that complex. There were probably another experience after that by a white woman. The first one was a a Hispanic woman, I think, or 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 something. Um, but the fact that he experienced that, I have never experienced that. I don't think any of us did. Um, and so that was pretty profound and pretty real, uh, of what it's just, it's unfair. It's unfair to the point that we just, I feel helpless about it. And I wanted to, you know, I can't empathize because I'm not black, but I can try to empathize the pain, um, and and I sympathize with him and we talked about it and how he tells me, you know, this is not <laughs> this is like almost normal, which is ridiculous because it shouldn't be. So, yeah, I have witnessed it. Yeah. I think um, one of the privileges I got to. Well, I mean, it's it's been a privilege to be a friend with Don and and. I honestly, growing up as a kid, I knew what racism was, but I never uh, really saw it. Uh, and I don't think I will say I have, I've, I've experienced it, but I have seen it. Um, there's this one story I want Don to share it if you remember it. If not, I could I could say it. But um, we you had can, this one. You, you can tell it, and we'll yeah. see your perspective of on the outside looking in. Right, right, right. Yeah. Okay, so it was so crazy. Uh, so this was back in, uh, I think, middle school, high school. Some uh, it was I, high I don't. School, it was high if, we, yeah. if we had the ability to drive, it would have to be. Oh high yeah, that's true. <laughs> 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 you're, right. <laughs> you're right. You're right. So we were we were in high school, and uh, Don was driving me home. It was at night, and it was just a normal day. We were hanging out. Yeah. And we went we to a at, birthday party. Oh, yeah, we went to a birthday party. I remember that now. We just yeah. went out to eat. Yeah, we would just went out to eat, and we were done, and he was uh, he was going to drive me back home. And I, I live pretty much predominantly kind of white neighborhood. I mean, it's diverse, but, you know, overall. It's, a, um, it's like the same neighborhood I lived in, too. <laughs> yeah, it, it's like a suburb. Like a regular suburb is what you expect inside a suburb neighborhood. Yeah. Um, so he, we were stopped at a light uh, turning left. And we were just talking and, you know, all of a sudden he took that left turn and drove to towards my neighborhood. And then we had to take another left. And I think as soon as he as soon as we entered the neighborhood like entrance, there was a cop right behind us and he he flashed his lights and he pulled us over. And I was like, what's going on? Like, we didn't do anything. We're just, we, all we did was just go inside the neighborhood. Yeah. And it was at night, but I mean, that's okay. There's nothing wrong. Right. And he pulled us over. And at that point, I was confused. And he, uh, Don rolled down his window. And I, I don't remember exactly what, 
the officer said, but he was asking Don for, you know, license and registrations, of course, and then he was asking us, like, you know, what, what are you doing here late at night in this neighborhood? What, how I remember it exactly, because it went down. I turned left. Like you said, we stopped at the front of the neighborhood, got right. pulled over, yeah. rolled down the window. Officer announces, you know, he's with whatever, whatever. And I'm like, okay. And he goes, license and registration, give it to him. And he goes, the reason why I pulled you over is because you uh, turned on that light. You ran that light. And I go, that light. Uh, and I, I wasn't arguing with him. I was just stating the fact that the light was not red. It was still yellow when it changed to yellow as I was in midterm. So from there, he did get a little irritated and then said, well, what I'm really pulling you over for is you cut off that black Camaro further back. And I go, uh, sir, actually, to be honest with you, that wasn't a Camaro. That was a Mustang. And that was actually my friend letting me over because he knew I had to get into this neighborhood. And he told me it doesn't matter what it is. Like, he's the rock. So yeah. <laughs> I'm looking at him like, OK, this is how this is going to go. My dad has told me about this. I'm like, let's just hear what he has to say. I'm just hoping not to get a ticket because living where I was at, I never really had the fear of being shot because I knew I'm not doing anything wrong. But after seeing everything that has gone on since then and everything that we see social media wise that we can now record, it can happen to escalate that way with just saying maybe two wrong things too much, you know? So he asked for all that and like Yoon said, I mean, Ethan. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. But uh, he said uh, it was dark. So he's looking through the back seat of my vehicle with his flashlight, not asking to open it or anything like that. He's looking through it. And then he asked me, hey, what's that on the seat? Books. Those were books. <laughs> they were literal school books. And then, so like Ethan said, he asked us, what are we doing? I'm like, I am taking my friend home. We just came back from a birthday party. And he goes, okay, well, where does he live? This neighborhood that we're stopped in. So he runs everything, comes back, says that everything's clean. Uh, go home. He literally told me go home, which is kind of screwed up because it's like, it's, it's not that late. Like it was like maybe eight or nine o'clock in the evening, you know? I could have decided to go to the store or whatever I wanted to do. But of course I say, okay, no problem. So I take Ethan home and as I'm leaving out of his neighborhood, well, as before we even get to his house, I see another cop in the neighborhood and I let that cop pass because there's a parked car on the street. So the cop passes, I go around the car, drop him off. We talk about it for a little bit and I'm just like, ah, don't worry about it. <laughs> you know? So drop him off i leave and the way that his neighborhood was set up the street that he that you would have to drive down to get to his house there was a stop sign that literally only had one left turn and the left turn was because there was a house in front of you and a dead end to the right so i turn and next thing you know i got hit with lights again it was the other cop that i let pass by and he said hey I stopped you because you didn't use your turn signal, which I'm going to be honest, I didn't. It's only one way to go. And uh, 
he asked for license registration. He asked me what I'm doing. I have to give the whole explanation again. And uh, he runs the information. And he does one of these things where he asks me, does your dad know that you have his truck? And I'm looking at him like, why wouldn't he? You know, like we're a family. He gave me this vehicle to drive just because it's in his name. Why would he not know that I don't have it? You know? And when I talked to my dad about that, he goes, yeah, they try to do that. They try to pit people against their own families. Like they, they try to make it seem like we're from a broken home or something like that. You know? So either way it got down to it. He didn't give me a ticket or nothing. You know, of course, cause I'm, I'm so cordial with him and he's like, go home. And I, in my mind, I'm thinking I'm trying, <laughs> <laughs> you know? So yeah. I get home and I tell Ethan about it. Like, you know, by the time I get home, I text him, tell him about it. He's like, dude, it's crazy, you know? And after that, I didn't get pulled over for a while, but I'll tell you what I don't do anymore. I don't turn left without using a signal because I just don't <laughs> want, I just don't want the, the, the issue, you know? So, but you see people use, do it all the time. They don't use turn signals. I mean, especially in Texas, like Texas, yeah. people do whatever they want, <laughs> but I mean, it was just, it was, I don't give them the opportunity to pull me over in that aspect. Now they still can, but I mean, it's just, that's, that's just what we live in, you know? Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, and I mean, I mean, I get it. Like I, I see you guys' face, like it's frustrating, but the thing is, is like, you have to, you have to learn to not, when I was younger, I did get angry. I was mad, but I can't get mad because if you get mad, you don't think straight. When you don't think straight, things escalate. When things escalate, it doesn't work out for you. (laughs) So you have to think about your next plan of attack. Like, okay, what would I do next time in order to get this to stop happening? Well, okay, so you couldn't stop it. What would you do? Like if you were being pulled over today or you're driving, you're going to grocery store or whatever, you get pulled over. What's the first thing that's going through your mind now? Uh, like what's basically of- just basically don't be threatening. Okay. It sounds so horrible. You, so you it's, wouldn't pull out your your smartphone and start recording. You wouldn't be, not you. not in, not not instantly because mm-hmm. I don't want it to be. I don't want it to be something off the bat, like right mm-hmm. off the jump. Like he pulls me over, hands both on the wheel roll down the window. How's it going officer? Uh, is there a problem? You know, and just basically see what he has to say. And, uh, if I was doing something wrong, that's fine. If I was speeding, it, that is fine. But, uh, when it comes down to them making things up, I've never necessarily had that happen, but they, I think that they tend to make things up when they are doing wrong and the other person is questioning them. Now, if I know he didn't pull me over for anything, I'm just going to basically kind of not bring anything up until it gets to that point where I have to sign the ticket. Because if I kind of am just cordial with him for a while, he might just go, oh, this is more trouble than it's worth. I'll just let him go. And it really shouldn't be like that, but it's kind of like survival in a way. Like if I... And, and, and it's even more so in the sense of it's not survival of like, I'm a fear that I'm a die. I just don't want to have to pay a bunch of tickets 
you know like people go to work to make money to like make money for their families and stuff like for some people a ticket is detrimental to their, their income especially now with the way that everything's going on with the covid you know so it's it's one of those things where i had to learn over time just don't get mad um evaluate the situation see how it's going and of course like now i would get mad if he pulled me over and told me get out the car instantly that's a problem mm-hmm. you know like because it's like for what you know and there's been times where i've been pulled over just going to work and i would pull into a parking lot because it's dark and the cop would ask me well why did you take so long to pull over i go well i pulled over for you and i to both be safe and then he asked me where are you going i'm going to work he goes does his little thing and then he comes back okay you can go he knows where i live he knows i was it doesn't matter he just had to pull me over for whatever i don't know what they have to do he's doing maybe he's doing his job and that's what his job entails even though it's not at all correct of what he's doing to people but it's just one of those things where it's like you have to deal with it as it comes i just want to say don i commend you for being so poised and respectful and objective in your um mannerisms of this whole thing because if i was in your shoes i would probably do the opposite of exactly everything that you just said (laughs) yeah (laughs) that's true yeah i'm just saying because i and i understand that a lot of things that are are happening we are getting emotional and passionate about it and i'm not going to apologize for being emotional and passionate about it because i I, and i like i just it, it, it 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 infuriates me how that you that you have to think ahead ahead <laughs> and then how you have to think about all these things that you are thinking because if i got pulled over i would i wouldn't think about any of that i wouldn't when know get, where to think about that right when you get pulled over and you know you didn't do anything wrong but you you, you but you you're you're it's you're being normalized to it from when you were a young age yeah. because just because you are black. Yeah. And and, and that, that is what's then that, that is what's wrong with the narrative that's happening and been happening. Mm-hmm. And that is what that is what angers me, among other things that's been happening, but that's one of the things that angers me is that you you should not have to deal with it. Yeah. And it's good to be angry because like if you're not angry, then you don't care. <laughs> 